Don't ask me to talk. From the sublime to the ridiculous. Join me, Stacey Heller. And me, Eric Ryder. As we talk about what's good to watch, read, see, listen to, and more. An edutaining one-hour break in your day that includes the segment, What Are We Eating? Sponsored by Dingfelder's Delicatessen. Stick with us for something good. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Don't Ask Me to Talk. I am Stacey Heller. I am joined, of course, by my co-star... Hey, co-star, wow. Yes, I'm upping that's, you. That's, that feels like an upgrade. It's Eric Reiner. Hello. Uh, you know, this time of year, we're all stars. Absolutely. Why not? So I'm I'm sort of- Put us on that. top of your tree. <laughs> okay. You know who does go at the top of the tree? My son, Will. All of those ornaments that he made in preschool, first grade, whatever, where it's like their school picture basically glued in some craft sticks, uh, every year with- incredible pride he puts them at the top of the tree and he basically owns the real estate of the top eighth of the tree nice. it's it's quite a thing anyway <laughs> well hopefully they're nice ornaments uh, sure again <laughs> let me reiterate they're made with popsicle sticks and glue and usually glitter and whatever it's the thought that counts. it's so. the thought that yes. counts so, uh, hey, by the way, welcome again. Um, as you can tell, if you've never listened to this show before, we are a alternative uh, option instead of the news, instead of the hard-hitting stuff that is, frankly, hard-hitting. Uh, we give you a soft place to land, you know, someplace, someplace for your ears to rest. We're just trying to have fun for an hour. Yeah, that. Yeah. What he said. And largely, we succeed. I mean, we have fun. Yes. <laughs> the rest of you, I don't know. But. Well, I figure if we're having fun, that some of that is automatically going to rub off on the listeners. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and we appreciate you listening, by the way, whether you listen live or later. Uh, you can find our show wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, we would love it if you shared it, you subscribed, you rated, you commented, something. Show us you're alive out there. Uh, we appreciate that. Uh, you can also... Follow Stacy Talks on Instagram. I post when we talk about a recipe or we talk about a picture or something. I post that on my Stacy Talks page on Instagram, and so you can find the recipes that I mention or things like that on that page. If you want to connect with us, feel free. You just have to call or text four seven five nine 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 two seven two six. Or 475-999-BRAN. Right, because we keep you regular. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. It's all I can come up with. We're like an audio muffin for folks every week. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's nice. Oh, Eric. We probably contain as many calories as a (laughs) cupcake, but you can tell yourself it's healthy. Okay. It's Cupcake Day. It's National Cupcake Day. Is it? Yes. Nice. Yes. Well done, you. <laughs> I guess we're going to talk even about. Know. Yeah, we're going to talk about. I guess the high holidays. Well, wait. Before we do that, I want to follow up. So, uh, we had a uh, somebody that listened to the show last week. Her name is Joanne Brooks. Hey, Joanne. Thanks for listening. Uh, she was like, "Okay, here are some things." She said, first, thank you for mentioning the Feast of the Immaculate Conception of Mary." Um, she considers it a holy day of opportunity versus obligation. Growing up, 
it was a holy day of obligation. But she's like, it's opportunity. I'm like, I love that. Uh, That's like my dad when I used to say, I got to go to work. And he'd say, you get to go to work. And I'd say, shut up, dad. (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't say that, but I would think that. (laughs) Right? Well, and the same thing with my husband, who when I say I have a problem, he says, you mean a challenge. I'm like, sure, sure. Like right now, you're my problem. <laughs> right now, challenge. you're my challenge. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you it's know, a challenge not to strangle you. <laughs> t- totally. Um, but from the religious standpoint, like I so appreciate that because those that are faith filled to consider it an opportunity versus an obligation, like sure. I love that. Um, she also, it's so funny. You know how I had my um, Tourette's last week about the Twilight Zone, and I couldn't remember what it was. She's like, it's the Twilight Zone. So thank you for that. Um, she also shared that she knows the book that I mentioned uh, by Upton Sinclair when we were talking about the food industry and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, she said it's called The Jungle. And right. she said she had to read it in fifth grade um, because Sister Narcissa, so she obviously went to parochial school, um, read the book aloud to us every day after lunch. And it's all about the atrocities of the meatpacking industry. Um, yes, I mean, just can you imagine? <laughs> At least she waited till after lunch. Uh, but I mean, that's almost <laughs> like, well, I don't know which is worse. Uh, and then she also commented that lard is amazing, and she said it won't make your cookies taste piggy. She uses it every year at Christmas when she makes her Italian pastries. Very nice. So I, because I had wondered aloud about the whole like, if you use it, is it going to taste like? bacon fatty right and so the answer is no and i i believe her because she's a very good cook that makes sense so anyway so thanks joanne i love all the feedback i love when i mean it's clarified uh pig fat yes yeah so they they take out like any of the meat gristle and stuff before they package it up for use so right Uh, And then last week we talked about and i know i'm doing this in a different order but uh we talked about gifts uh, that we loved. I bought you a gift. What? <laughs> yes. Okay. So vamp for a second because I'm going to walk over and I'm going to give it to you. Okay. Wow. This is completely unexpected and unplanned. And uh, I feel bad because I did not bring a gift for you. But wow. Johnny Lightning. <laughs> okay. It's a 1972 Ford Maverick, uh, like a Hot Wheels style car. Um, uh huh. Amazing. In yeah, light this blue. was my first car. You talked about that car. Yeah. And while we were recording the show, I went online and I found it on eBay and I got it for you. <laughs> so there you go. Wow. Well, thank you. So you could hot glue like a string to that and hang it on your Christmas tree. There you go. As an ornament and a reminder of Christmas past. Right, yeah, and maybe uh, the the tree will eat up some of the carbon dioxide that this thing <laughs> will be spitting out, even though it's a fake <laughs> fake car. Right, I mean, you could take like a little cotton ball and have it come out of the, like the muffler area. Right, right. <laughs> I was like, I'm I'm going to see if I can find this, and I did. So, well, well thank you. That's you're very cool. I appreciate that. Of course. Are you kidding? I like I. I get these wild hair ideas, and I was like, I'm going to see if I can find this car. And lo and behold, the fact that they had the exact make and model, like year, the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, and in light blue. It's a classic. 
<laughs> so anyway. Well, you know, that, that makes me wonder what your first car was. Uh, <laughs> or do you remember? Well, so my parents owned a printing business and they had uh, a station wagon that, and I don't remember what kind it was, um, that they used for deliveries. And on the weekends, I was allowed to borrow it. And uh, But the first car that I ever, that was truly ever mine, mm-hmm. was a Honda Civic hatchback. It was stick shift because it's cheaper. And I did not know how to drive stick shift. And so my dad is the one that had to test drive it for me because I didn't know what I was doing. We had a Honda Civic uh, hatchback when I was growing up that my mom called the puddle jumper because it was an import. <laughs> Came over the ocean. <laughs> the biggest puddle there is. The biggest puddle. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I and mean. And it was brown. How about yours? Uh, Red. Red. Okay. Of course. Yeah. And uh, when I was, when I went to sell it, I was working at the time at a bookstore and there was a gentleman there who was going to seminary. I was in Princeton, New Jersey, and there was a seminary there. And so I told him that I would sell him a car at cost. It wasn't very old and whatever. It had one little ding. Uh, But I was like, but I need you to give me a dollar in cash so that I can say that I made a profit on the car. (laughs) And he was like, really? I'm like, literally, it can be from your pocket. I don't care. So I sold my first car and I made a profit. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) You know, whatever. It's fine. Uh, Anyway, so if you're wondering what we're talking about, this show, as I said, it goes up as a podcast each week. And on last week's show, we talked about some of the best gifts that we were ever given. That's right. And so so thus the follow-up. Eric was given for uh, one of his Christmas gifts one year when he was ready to drive a car. And so there you go. Yeah. And our gift to you, the listener, is uh, the free podcast of the show that's available wherever you find podcasts. So, you know, if you ever miss an episode, please, by all means, go back and check the feed because we got a whole bunch of great shows that we've talked about all kinds of fun stuff. Totally. And one size fits all. Now I'm going back Back to our regular order. Back to our regularly scheduled conversations. That's right. Our ridiculous high holidays here in the middle of the holiday season. Yes. It is National Cupcake Day. I love a cupcake. Yeah, I like I like a good cupcake. I feel like there's a lot of like subpar cupcakes and then I feel... A, a twinge of regret <laughs> after I eat a subpar cupcake because you know it's like 50,000 calories or whatever. Totally. <laughs> so you're like, that wasn't worth it. No. Uh, I hate that feeling. But when it's, when it's good then it, and you feel like it was worth it, ah, hard to beat. It's so good. Um, now, what is your thought on the frosting to cake ratio? Um. Yeah, I guess it depends really on the type of frosting and the type of cake. But uh, I like the top covered, uh, but it doesn't have to be like three or four inches. I I don't like my nose to come out covered in frosting (laughs) when I take a bite of the cupcake. There is that. Yeah. I mean, because for a while there, cupcakes were all the rage. There were cupcakes. Right, and shops half the height was frosting on many of them. Totally. And now, do you do the hack where you take the bottom? off and then put it on top of the frosting. Make so a sandwich. Makes a sandwich. I never thought about that, but that's a great idea. Then you don't get frosting in your nose. Hey, there you go. So spread you're the wealth too. Right? Exactly. 
Um, so that's kind of a fun day. Um, the other thing that it is apparently is regifting day. Ah, I feel like that should be like the twenty sixth or the twenty seventh or something. Well, so I had the same thought, and I wondered why of all days. Apparently, it sort of goes with the whole like white elephant concept. Oh, right. So like all the random gifts that you were given throughout the year that you're like, what am I going to do with this? You can kind of hold on to them, you know, because we all have so Mm. much storage in our home to have a gift closet. And then when it's time for white elephant or things like that, you can re-gift these items. Great idea. What do you think is a good white elephant or secret Santa or whatever you want to call it, a gift exchange gift? Well, I'm glad you asked. (laughs) So Annie, my daughter, she is having a hard time with this because she's a young teacher and a lot of the paraprofessionals that she works with and the educational assistants and such are more my age. And so one of the women that she works with said, let's do a white elephant or a white elephant and we'll do this. And she's like, okay, what does that mean? Is that like a funny thing and like what's funny to you is probably not funny to me is it like a serious thing where i'm supposed to like bring you know something that you're actually gonna like you know there needs to be more parameters around this and they all when she asks these questions they're like ha 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 you're so cute and she's like no 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 you need to tell me because i found a gift on amazon that i would totally use this year for a white Uh elephant It is a toilet bowl scrubber that is in the shape, uh, the holder is in the shape of a cherry. So, like, the handle is the stem, and then the the thing that you rest it in is the cherry, and it's it looks like a little red cherry. Okay. Like, <laughs> that's amazing! Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I guess I wouldn't necessarily put that up to trade uh, if I got that. but Yeah, you'd want to keep it. Maybe. <laughs> if it, I didn't already have a toilet brush. <laughs> yeah, but this one's so much better. It's got so much more personality and character. Well, that's true. Sure. Well, okay. So is a good white elephant gift something that you want to give up to exchange or something that you don't? Like, I think people would fight over the toilet bowl brush. Certain circles, no doubt. (laughs) (laughs) See, this is this is the thing that I'm talking about. Like, you got to know your audience. Right, right, right. Um, Yeah, no, I think that's that's good. Yeah, and there there should I think be like a fifteen or twenty dollar cap on. This is eighteen ninety nine. And there you go. So yeah, I I mean I feel like that should be the number one parameter that people put forth that there's some kind of cap on how much you can spend yes um so yeah i i think anything useful uh is always a good white elephant gift um now one thing that i did everybody's got a toilet so you're right there i mean i i heard somebody say that a garden hose would be a good one too i'll tell you what my favorite white elephant gift that i ever bought because i can't remember getting one that I thought was great. I literally found a white elephant teapot and I thought, well, this is absolutely perfect for a white elephant gift. You're literally getting a white elephant right? and it's a teapot. So it looks cool. It's useful. And 
it's oh. the name of the game. So that's so was the tail yeah. like the handle, and was the spout the trunk? That's right. That's cute. Yeah, it that's was very good. cool. Yeah, that's and very it was like good. ten bucks or something like that. So it's brilliant. Yeah. All right. Well, down nice. So keep your eye out. <laughs> well, that's a good one, and uh, you know, or you and can it go didn't with remind mine. me of the toilet. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, this is so cheery. Um, the I will say one it's year. It's so cherry. It's so cherry. One year I did take one of those photo cubes and I took pictures of our family, like really random kind of like, you know, back when you actually took pictures and you got the paper. Um, and I took all these random pictures of our family and I put it in the photo cube and I wrapped that up. And so then my friends have a photo cube of our family photos in their house. So you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I think if, you know, if you're doing it with your friends, like your closer friends, not just like, you know, one guy's inviting every random person that he knows, right. that I think that's a great gift. Because you don't want your pictures of your family in some rando's house. You know? Right. Well, yes. Um, it, it would just, that would just make me feel weird. But <laughs> if it's your actual close friends, yeah, yeah and, and you're that's hosting the party, I think that's great. It was kind yeah. of fun. That's nice. Yeah, right. Um, all right. So that is, uh, so that's the other thing. Birthdays, my brother's birthday was yesterday, but, uh, you seem to have your own information. So like, do you know of any birthdays that I'm unaware of? Um, let's find out. It's also apparently Cat Herder's Day, which is not an actual job. It's about people that can herd cats with the best of them, like metaphorically, that is. Okay, so an, an, not an like actual... chaos, yes. Like, you know, somebody that, like, let's let's think of it this way. If you're, like, say, a preschool teacher, you're probably good at herding cats, right? Or uh, a bunch of ADHD teenagers, or 50-year-olds for that matter, then you're probably good at herding cats. So it's a day to celebrate people that are good at containing chaos. I like it. I mean, especially around the holidays, we need those people. We do need those people. Although, sometimes they're no fun. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of fun, happy birthday to actor Don Johnson, turning 72, I believe, this year. Wow. And actor Adam Brody, actor Charlie Cox, turns 39. You may know him from Daredevil, uh, the Netflix series, and and now on uh, Disney+. Plus. (laughs) Not sponsored. (laughs) Not sponsored, yeah. Uh, actress Maude Apatow, uh, daughter of uh, Judd. Judd Apatow. And Leslie yeah, Mann. She's turning 25, yeah. So, uh, oh, and drummer Dave Clark of the Dave Quite Clark Five, five. 80 years old. Wow. Yeah. I bet he's glad all over. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I hope so on his birthday. Way to call that out. Okay. Um. Well, any... Since we're all over the place today, any regrets that you didn't bring up last week that you meant to? Uh, yeah, what were, <laughs> what did we talk about last week again? What it was great our gifts we what got. great gifts. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I feel like we we did a good job covering stuff. Right, yeah. Cool. Well, then let's take a break because today we're going to be talking about weird holiday songs and uh, some of the odd ones that we have found over the years that we like or don't like tolerate or don't you know my favorite christmas song is a weird holiday song so 
I'm looking forward to talking about it. Perfect. All right. So uh, keep listening. We'll be right back with more Don't Ask Me to Talk. Whether it's fly fishing or French pastry, we all have something that makes our tail wag. Involuntary and instinctive, it's sparked by excitement, inspired by purpose, and it speaks to who we are. I'm Stacy Heller of Stacy Connects. I lead clients to the place that makes their tail wag. As a creative director, I bring ideas to life. As a podcast producer, I give ideas a voice. Stacy Connects, it's my superpower. If you want to connect with me, Stacy Heller, go to stacyconnects.com. Don't ask me to talk. Hello, and welcome back to Don't Ask Me to Talk. I am Stacey Heller, joined, of course... Hey, it's Eric Ryder. There you go. So our topic this week is weird holiday songs. I'm doing air quotes. You can't see me. I'm on the radio. However, uh, the concept being holiday songs, there are so many. Oh, absolutely. And there are so many versions of the ones that are classics. And then there are the ones that are a little odd, a little fun. Like, I think last week when this topic came up, we talked about the um, um, All I Want for, or the Hippopotamus for Christmas. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and that was uh, Gayla Peavy, I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas. Yeah. And this one, I. <laughs> You'll know it instantly, but uh, I, I feel like that one languished in obscurity for a long, long time and then has recently had a, a comeback. I'm totally. not sure why it had that comeback. Uh, it's a fun song, don't get me wrong, but uh, uh, it, it just seems like an odd one to suddenly be back in heavy rotation for Christmas <laughs> music. Um, yes, yes. And then there's songs that are like the... The grandma got run over by a reindeer. Oh, yes. Yeah. Right. Novelty hits. Yes. There's a lot of novelty hits, like yeah. the chipmunks. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. The the chipmunks song. I mean, I feel like that launched their career. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Big time. And, yeah. um, and, you know, I used to love that uh, grandma got ran, <laughs> run over by a reindeer when I was a kid uh, by Elmo and Patsy. And uh, I would drive my grandma. <laughs> crazy by singing that around her because she did not like that song. Well, of course not. Yeah. No, of course not. What but kind she, of a monster are you? She couldn't see the humor <laughs> in it, or as I thought it was extremely funny. Granted, I was like seven years old, so it's not like I, I was the best judge of well, quality at that point. I mean, but honestly, it's pretty good. Yes. Um, so, I mean, so I think there's, you know, there's the total oddball ones, right? Right. There's the... Uh, the ones that are the novelty songs. There's the ones that are the random people singing classics mm -hmm. where you're like, really? Yeah, you know, there there really is uh, such a huge variety of Christmas music that gets, like, uh, airplay in a way that throughout the rest of the year you never get. Like pop stations would be playing stuff from like the 60s and the 50s, whereas, you know, they would never come near either of those decades, uh, you know, if it wasn't Christmas. Totally. And, and you know, you'll just get weird old songs like I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas suddenly 
back in rotation in the year 2022. And uh, yeah, I guess Christmas music, it's got these restrictions on it that the topic should be Christmas or cold weather, essentially. Um, but with and and usually there's some jingle bells or sleigh bells involved or something. Yeah, there's plenty of artists that, uh, you know, have made something Christmassy just by adding some sleigh bells to it. Um, but once you get beyond those, you know, limitations, there's really a huge variety of what you could do. Huge. Yeah. I mean, um, during the break, we were talking about um, the song by, um, who did I say it was? Uh, Dan Fogelberg. The uh, same old Lang Syne. <laughs> and I'm like, it's this song that for some reason you I've only, never heard of this. Well, and you right. only ever hear it, or I only ever hear it, around Christmas time. And it's like, I saw my lover at the grocery store. And I'm like, <laughs> what? This is so sad. And the whole reason it's associated with the holidays is because it's that same old Lang Syne. Yeah, it's a play on old Lang Syne. Right. And so I'm like, really? How is that Christmas? And the same thing with these are a few of my favorite things, which is, of course, from. Right. Well, it talks it? about presents, right? Like yeah. gift wrapping and stuff like that. Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. You from know. The Sound of Music. Thank you. Yes, totally. So there's there's those. Uh, have you ever heard of this one, Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh? Yes. <laughs> of course you have. This are you was... proud that I knew it? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so it's South Park in the early days came up with this. And, you know, I still have some recordings uh, that I play like every year of uh, Santa and Jesus duetting on um, <laughs> Baby It's Cold Outside, uh, and which is very funny. I, I never found the Mr. Hanky stuff funny, but the Santa and Jesus duetting on these and doing it with like uh, Santa's got this jazzy bebop kind of <laughs> scat man thing that he's doing. So he's like, I bought some popcorn for boopity popping. <laughs> <laughs> my dear, we're still goodbye be buying. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> which I don't is, know this. No, it's great. So I'll have to dig that up and send it your way because it's really fun. Uh, it's, they, they did like a medley. Of Christmas songs. And and for people out there with kids, just if, forewarned, if you look this up, there's some foul language in there. So yeah, yeah. be forewarned that it may not be for all audiences, but uh, right. if you're an adult, it's, it's very funny. Totally. <laughs> Santa has a, a breakdown midway through because there's not <laughs> enough Santa songs and there's a million Christmas songs. Well, I mean. Or uh, Jesus songs. Well, right. I mean, because, you know. The reason for the season, the right? The reason for the season. <laughs> Uh, then, of course, there's the whole genre, and I will, yes, I will give you a chance to share, but I'm just, like, I am popcorning, speaking of popcorning, um, all of the sort of areas that you draw from, like movies, right? Like, the in the movie, holiday movie with uh, Hugh Grant, um, you know, where he's the prime minister and blah, blah, blah. Love with, Actually. Yes, thank yes. you. Oh, my gosh, I'm losing my mind. Uh and you're getting to listen to it, folks. Um, <laughs> a very, the, very cheesy movie. Very cheesy. Yes. And the song that Billy Mac does, Christmas is All Around, like where he does that. Right. Like there's Instead that version. Love is All Around. Right. It's Christmas is All Around. Sure. Yeah. And so it's like there's that. I think about um, Lindsay Buckingham who did um, Holiday Road, like National Lampoon. Like Did, did they do a Christmas uh, version of that? Yes. Um you know, so that's like a classic. Um, I think about uh, 
I don't know, like a whole bunch of songs that are so iconic, like uh, Zoe Deschanel singing in Elf. No, yeah, in Elf, where she's singing. So there's just there's also some songs that are associated with holiday movies. True. Right. I mean, like uh, in Fred Claus. Do you know the movie Fred Claus? I know it, but I haven't seen it. <gasps> oh my gosh. It is. But it, it, it puts me in the mind of uh, a guy we met last week, Lil Fred. Hey. Right. <laughs> it's me, well, Lil Fred. And there's the, I think it's Ludacris that plays the elf that is the DJ at the North Pole. Okay. I think. We're going to have to look this up. Um, and there's a scene where they dance to something other than. Like Santa Claus is coming to town and it just throws everything into like havoc. And it's pretty funny. Um, So, yeah. So those are some of the areas that I drew some of the items that I put on the playlist, which, by the way, if you're listening. So in the same way that we created, we curated a uh, damped playlist on Spotify uh, when Eric and I were talking about favorite songs and, and albums and things. I have one that is now called Damped. D-A-M-T-T, ball. You know, like jingle ball, you know, get it? Uh, And so you can take a look at some of the songs. Jingle ball. Yeah, like, you know, like there's always like the jingle bell ball or the like the holiday ball or the something ball. I don't know. (laughs) Christmas balls. Like a lot of balls this time of year. (laughs) All right. I'll just go with it. So I, that's what I, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to call it. How do you make damped more festive? I was like, add a ball. How about damp bell? Or, or <laughs> we'll Christmas music <laughs> or anything <laughs> holiday related. Ball. Whatever. Okay. All right. No, I I, I like it. So, <laughs> whatever. We will discuss this offline. Sure. Uh, what are some of your songs that you have added? So weird uh Christmas stuff or weird holiday stuff? All um, of it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's so many. I used to hate Christmas music, you know, um, because uh, all the stuff that I would hear would be just, you know, by artists that I didn't really like. <laughs> and it would be the same, like, 50 songs in rotation at every single uh, mall store or whatever. Um, but then I just started discovering that, you know, a lot of artists that I like have made Christmas music, Christmas songs. I mean, especially in the UK, um, where many of the artists that I like are from, mm-hmm. I, you know, everybody releases a Christmas song at some point. So they're, and we're talking from the smallest indie band to the hugest, you know, stadium filling act. Everybody's done a Christmas song. And so there's a huge wide variety of great stuff. Um, some of it is, you know, really silly. Some of it is, uh, you know, a, a take on the classics. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's some really good stuff. And as I mentioned before the break, my favorite Christmas song is kind of a, an oddity, a weird uh, tune. <laughs> Tell me more. It's uh, by a band called The Creams that uh, I don't know a lot about. You know, They Might Be Giants. Okay, so they're kind of like the British version of They Might Be Giants. Okay. You know, they're not like laugh out loud funny, like, say, a Weird Al Yankovic. Right. But they're just a slightly askew. <laughs> yeah. Sort of like how Bare Naked Ladies is a bit. Yes, like, yeah. Like, you know, there's kind of like some of their songs are like, wait, what? Right, yeah. right, yeah. They're not afraid to put some funny ideas into songs, but it's not about here's a joke, here's a joke, here's a joke right, kind right, of thing. right, right. 
So I found this album of theirs where they had this song called Santa Says on it. Um, and I just want to play a little bit of it. And if you are not feeling particularly festive, if you're feeling a little cranky, if you're feeling a little Scrooges, uh, Scrooges, I think I, I just invented a new word. That's a good word. <laughs> but this is the, the song, nay, the anthem for you. Santa says he doesn't need his reindeer now and he's abandoning them on the motorway. Say that fatty the others lost it And they're calling the RSPCA <laughs> Comet says so that's the way you want it And Santa says that's just the way it is Santa says that I've seen Christmas But this easy devious capitalist plot that it is <laughs> Oh my gosh! That's amazing And you can hear those Christmas bells ringing out As if it was the most sincere Christmas song of all time, and yet <laughs> it's Santa seeing Christmas in a sinister light, uh, basically. Yeah. He's uh, abandoning his reindeer along the motorway. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's amazing. The elves think Santa has lost it, but... Uh, yeah, it's great, and it, it's so catchy that uh, it puts a smile on my face every time I hear it, even if I'm feeling particularly festive. So I always include this in my holiday mix. I love that. Okay. All right, so what are some other faves for you? Well, another fave, not really weird, but uh, just uh, an alternative, I guess, to the Mariah Carey's of the world. Uh, the band Harvey Danger, they were from Seattle, scored a huge hit with a song called Flagpole Sitta okay. uh, back in the 90s. They had a, a awesome Christmas song called Sometimes You've Got to Work on Christmas. And, uh, you know, I think they found a void in the Christmas market because not a lot of songs are about having to put in time on Christmas. But uh, in this song, the, the our hero works at a movie theater, and the movies are always open. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, he's got to work on Christmas. Uh, but it, he talks about how everything else in Seattle is closed. The Bartell <laughs> drugstore. Yeah, I mean, come <laughs> the on. The half-price books, etc. He's uh, He's having a vodka and snow <laughs> to get through the shift. Okay, and what is this one called again? Sometimes You Have to Work on Christmas by Harvey Danger. Okay, I'm it's, looking this one up too. It's a great song, and it's got a fun video as well. Um, I love, oh, there it is. Okay. And the other, what Santa says is also on Spotify. Fantastic. Shout out to Spotify. Um, oh my gosh, that's amazing. I, I always love these random little things. Like I was so proud when I saw that there was, uh, a song by the Dropkick Murphys. Cause I was like, oh, look. And you totally know the Dropkick Murphys. Like you're like, oh yeah, I know all their songs. I'm like, okay. Thought I was so cool. But I mean. You know, I am, but not for that reason. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what other ones? Well, another favorite of mine is by the uh, singer-songwriter Holly Golightly, and she did a cover of a song called Christmas Tree on Fire, uh, which is great. (laughs) And uh, let me see if I can find the lyrics uh, for this, because it's, it's just too much fun. And... The the song goes, the Christmas tree's on fire, it's burning down the house, flames are getting higher, and I'm going to put it out. I'm beating it back with a tube sock and a cushion (laughs) off the couch. Yeah, the Christmas tree's on fire, and it's burning down the house. 
Valentine's Day and my boyfriend, he's out of town. He told me before he left, make sure to take it down. He even called last week and I told him I took it out. Now the Christmas tree is on fire and it's burning down the house. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm beating it back with a tube sock and a cushion off the couch. Christmas tree's on fire and it's burning down the house. Oh my gosh. The thing is, it ain't been watered since I put it in the stand. I've used the fire alarm battery for the flashlight in my van. <laughs> <laughs> Now the flames are all around me and it's bound to take my life. That might be a whole lot better than having to face my guy. This is amazing. And it is so relatable. Yes. (laughs) We've all been there. Oh, we've totally. Uh, I mean, if you get a real Christmas tree and like, you know, you go away or you just are like, "Eh, it'll be fine. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, Have you heard of the band The Superions? I have not. Fred Schneider. Um, from the from B- the B fifty twos, yeah, yes. So he has uh, this group. It must be a side gig that he did, the Superions, and they have a song about fruitcake. Um, and fruitcake. I think we talked about this a couple couple of weeks ago, like how there's the myth that there's like one fruitcake that goes around right, and around, right. And around. But it's like, what are you making? Fruitcake? What are you making? Fruitcake? Candied cherries, red dye number two. Green cherries, green ones too. It's a fruitcake. Um, and it like goes into this whole thing. And in the way that Fred Schneider and the B-52s, that like very unique sound, it is quite funny and quite, quite on brand for them and him. Um, so that was- I'll have to look that up. It's the Superions, you said. Superions, yep. All right. Um, so gotta, that's kind I of I gotta listen one. to our own playlist. <laughs> yeah, you should sometime. Well, and then I put things like this isn't weird, but like I love like Christmas and Hollis. Oh yeah, yeah. Right? Run DMC. Right. Christmas and time in Hollis, Queens. Yep. And it's like it's a That was from the very first a very special Christmas album. Yep. Now there's been like eight hundred <laughs> totally. of those. But uh yeah, and that was a big thing when it came out in the eighties. A very special Christmas. Um, you know, I believe it was a charity record. Mm-hmm. Uh and it had everybody from Run DMC, I Bruce think Springsteen. Madonna did Santa Baby. Yeah. Yeah, Madonna Santa Baby is on there. Yeah, that that was a huge album when I was growing up. Um yeah, and I I love that. And like it's not again, it's not a it's not weird, but it's just a kind of a unique like that's a random one. Right. Um I love the bare naked ladies version of God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen with Sarah McLaughlin. I think that's really fun. Can we talk about I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus? Yeah, I mean, that is <laughs> that is a very popular song, and it's been done many, many times by a million different artists, but it is a little bit, uh, maybe a little questionable here and there. Well, and the funny thing about I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus is, so my daughter Grace, she is now 22, and she's like, I was 19 years old when I realized what was going on. And really, yeah, she had like she was like 
<laughs> she just hadn't paid attention she to it. She just wasn't paying it's attention. one of those things you tune out if, right. you, if and, you don't really like it. You know? Right? And the version with the Jackson 5 and little Michael Jackson is like, I did, I did. Right. <laughs> and everybody's <laughs> he's like. He's really selling it. He's like, <laughs> like, his brothers are like, it's all good. Don't worry about it, kid. So that's an interesting one. And then, of course, there's the It's Cold Outside. or um, Baby, It's Cold Outside. Yes. That's the song that I think uh, John Legend did, like an al- like an alternative version. Yeah, I mean it's it's been done uh, a million times by a million different artists um, as a duet usually, mm-hmm. um, and you know it's I I think it's a good song. I mean it's more about it being cold than it is about it, you know, right. being festive or Christmas. And I, I understand why people um, have an issue with it, because some of the lyrics, I mean, especially in today's, you know, yes. parlance, are, you know, questionable. Um, I mean, especially the line, say what's in this drink, <laughs> <laughs> you know. I mean, in today's climate, that definitely makes you think of someone being roofied, you know. Right. You know, that wasn't the intent of the original songwriters. No. And in fact, they were a married couple that wrote this. And this was a a song about uh, a woman, um, you know, kind of uh, having to deal with the societal pressures of... What will people say? Like, you know, her parents, et cetera. (laughs) Um, But, you know, coming up basically with excuses to actually stay in and be cozy with her lover. Exactly. Um, So it's... I can see how people would get the idea that this was like a predator. <laughs> you know? Right. And yet taken but, out of context. Yes. Because that's the thing. A context is very important. It totally so, is. So, yeah. It's uh, it's from a different time. Let's put it that way. It, it totally yeah. is. And you brought up uh, Christmas Wrapping by The Waitresses. I love that song. That is a great Christmas I song. So... There's no denying uh, that that's one of the best Christmas songs ever written and probably their biggest hit, too. Uh, totally. I mean, yeah. I just, I love that. And then um, how about um, Mele Kalikima? Oh, the, the, the Hawaiian yes, Christmas song. Like, yeah, what? Made famous uh, probably most by Bing Crosby, but a bunch of artists have done it. Yeah. I did find uh, a song by Emmy the Great and Tim Wheeler called Zombie Christmas. <laughs> nice. So that'll be on the playlist. So you're welcome in advance for that. Um, Very good. I also included on the playlist the quintessential Barbara Streisand version of Jingle Bells, where she's like, Absat. She sings the whole thing and she sings it really fast, and it's a classic and uh, iconic. And Feliz Navidad, Jose okay. Feliciano. I don't know if that's weird at all, but. Uh, you oh, know, I just a, love it. A great Christmas song for. It's, for sure. It's just good. It's just um, random. And and we're pretty much out of time for this segment, unfortunately, because we got to talk Vance down at Dingfelder's Delicatessen, and they'll tell us about what we're eating and how we can get ready for Hanukkah coming up. Perfect. And we'll have to quiz him on if there's any great Hanukkah jams that he likes. Uh, but before we go, I, I want to throw in just uh, uh, some mentions of some great Christmas songs weird or otherwise, that people can look up and uh, will be on the playlist. Nick Lowe, Christmas at the Airport. If you don't know it, it's just one of the greatest Christmas songs of all time. It's basically about a guy getting stuck at the airport because uh, it snowed in. 
Uh, so he spends Christmas there, but he has on a the lot list. Of, he has a lot of fun. I love it. That's <laughs> awesome. Any other ones? Don't believe in Christmas by the Sonics is great because um, because I didn't get nothing last year. That's <laughs> basically, funny. and uh, they've got a, a couple other great Christmas songs as well. The Sonics and Bell and Sebastian do a great uh, version of Oh Come, Oh Come, Emmanuel. That's uh, you know actually kind of brings a tear to the eye, even though. I'm not particularly religious anymore, and it's this is a, a straightforward performance done without irony. You would think it wouldn't be up my alley, but yeah, it's well. really good. And, you know, I still love all the Vince Guaraldi uh, Christmas music from the Peanuts, Peanuts special. Yeah. I have some of that on the playlist. I love that it's Christmas, but it's not. it doesn't have all the trappings of other Christmas music. There's not sleigh bells in it, really. Um, it's, it's just, it's jazzy Mm -hmm. and different and sounds like nothing else. But really, if you grew up with that Peanuts Christmas special, it really puts you in the mind of the holidays. Right? Do, 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 do. And on that note, (laughs) (laughs) we'll be right back. (laughs) Keep listening to Don't Ask Me to Talk. Ask Me to Talk. Stacy Connects, it's not just my business, it's my superpower. Whether you need the right tone and messaging for a new venture, or you've plateaued with your current one, I can help. I connect clients with themselves and their potential. Then I identify unique solutions that translate your brand into messaging that connects your target audience with your business. Go to stacyconnects.com to connect with me and your messaging. Interested in learning something new? Meeting someone new? Find out things that we have in common? Well, of course you are. You're a human being. So let's get intentional about it. Join me, JDK Winnikin, every week and get all of that in less than an hour. I'm a writer, a historian, a social commentator, and my show is all about you. Really, that's what it's called. This show is all about you. Get my perspectives on the week's news and hear fascinating guests whose stories will inspire and move you. My show is all about giving you something that connects us. Join me Mondays on Kixie 880 at 3 p.m. or download it as a podcast. Can't get enough of Stacy and Eric? Then be sure and check out Stacy Connects with Stacy Heller wherever you find podcasts. Stacy chats with guests about a variety of topics, hoping to make a connection through conversation. Don't ask me to talk. Welcome back to the show. It's that time. That's right. That's right. This is the time of every Don't Ask Me to Talk where we get to talk to the dude at the deli, the king of the Kanish, the lord of the sandwich himself. I'm talking about Vance Dingfelder from Dingfelder's Delicatessen in Capitol Hill in Seattle. And good afternoon to you, Vance. Thanks for joining us once again. Eric, so good to hear you. Stacy, I missed you. So how are you? We are great. Happy we, holidays to you, by the way. Same to you. And, and Hanukkah's like two days away, around the corner. That's right. And, and this, we're in Hanukkah, full-on Hanukkah mode. Sukhaniyot are happening. Doing built, we've, got, we've got about 42 dozen donuts. Okay, you, that mean, sounds it's amazing. Five, it's, like, it's like 500 donuts. <laughs> okay. like, wow. Oh it's like, are we going to be making time to make the donuts? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, it's actually really cool because.
because um, I don't know why, but you know, I'm thinking, you know, is, I wonder if everybody's gonna, we're going to do it better than last year. Right? You always right. do it better than last year. It's funny, yeah, but you still get a little nervous about it. Well, right? that's because you care. And, and well, thank you, but especially especially this year because our point of sale went from being uh, available for. 30 days before to six and that is we couldn't open up our point our, our ordering online it's the whole thing yeah but we, we're ready we're doing latkes <laughs> last year we sold 1400 latkes this year we're shooting for 2022 20, okay and um and that it should it should be no problem and the big thing that we're doing <laughs> is that we're doing for nourish we're doing, are you ready for this? Yes. Somebody asked us to do a, a three-foot banh mi sandwich. Wow. <laughs> yes. That sounds good. It's, it's actually vegan. Vegan. So we're, we're in the throes of that. I'm, I'm going to do white chocolate uh, rose cardamom truffles with ghost chili powder. <laughs> wow. That's interesting. Yes. Spicy. That's what I love about the holiday. Get to do some fun things, you know, like Moroccan beet hummus. Uh, it, it, it's just a fun, fun menu that we're doing. And, and of course, you know, baked rigatoni and sausage and peppers and brisket and brisket sliders, stuff like that. All that, that sounds good great. Stuff. Yeah. We're, we're cooking up a storm. And so tonight, we're making rose cardamom truffles and... Get this, cannolis. Oh, oh, real cannolis. I'll okay. take the cannolis. <laughs> exactly. I'll take cannolis for fifty. <laughs> I'll take a cannoli and I'll raise you. Uh, I'll raise you uh, a lobster roll. Yes. Oh man. Hey Vance, let, let me ask you a question. Uh, you know, we spent the the good majority of the show talking about holiday songs today. Weird ones, our favorite ones, etc. With Hanukkah coming right up, is there any like favorite uh, song that you put on to get in the mood while you're uh, making all this fantastic food? You know, <laughs> while I <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> the holidays used to when I would hear Bruce Springsteen's Merry Christmas, right? Santa uh-huh. Claus is coming to town. Uh-huh. I, I would know that it was coming. But as I got older, my kids, thank you to Adam Sandler for the Eight Crazy Nights Hanukkah song. Oh, yes. yeah. that's and great. That song is so cool that, you know, I, I just love that song. So that's the song that we play. And, you know, it gets everybody in the mood, you know. And then, and if you haven't heard it, please, please play it. Um, I don't know if you can do it on the air, but it's a great song. Well, and, we created a playlist for the show, and uh-huh. I, I just added it to the playlist. I, oh, this is cool. <laughs> so there's a Spotify playlist. It's called Damped Ball, D-A-M-T-T, Ball, which Eric is having an issue with, but that's here nor there. <laughs> And I just added it. And we were like, okay, we've got to ask Vance. And I'm with you on the Bruce Springsteen thing. I added that because there's something about him saying, hey, band, 
You all been yes. good this year? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, I'm I'm glad that you were able to pick a Hanukkah song because I feel like Hanukkah sometimes gets short shrift on the uh, pop culture holiday tune. So it's good that uh, there is one. You know what, Eric? You're absolutely correct. And I would love to. I would be willing to bet, you know, Hanukkah, right, and and Christmas. You know, they're around the same time of the year. Mm. Usually, yeah. How did that happen? Right. Coincidence? You know, I think I, not. When I was a kid growing up in New York, I always wanted to be with my Catholic friends because Christmas was cool. <laughs> but I digress because my generation, you know, made Hanukkah cool, you know, with Hanukkah bushes and lights and all kinds of things and parties and sufagni oats and cookie decorating. We had a ball. Right with our kids, and eight times the fun. Well, that's what it's about, right? <laughs> you know, spinning that dreidel, <laughs> teaching your kid how to gamble. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, right. With chocolate so, coins. You know, um, uh, next week. Next week. What are you guys up to next week? Uh, I'm going to have to come into Dingfelder's, and I'm going to have to get uh, some food. That's what I'm doing. You know what? I think you need to. Eric, let's make a date. You guys come in. Yeah, I would love to see you guys. Well, Sounds great. he's usually chained to the studio. I have a little <laughs> bit more flexibility. I'll bring him along on a FaceTime. I don't want to leave you being hungry all the time. I, it's, it's, it's a blessing and a curse. That you as a show sponsor, when you talk about food, you talk about it with the enthusiasm and the passion that you would want the person who's preparing your food to have. And like, you know your stuff. And so whether you're talking, even if we don't necessarily like the thing that you're talking about, it's like, oh, my gosh. You make it sound great. You make it sound great. Even though I know I don't like salmon. <laughs> and when you talk about it, I think, hey, Maybe. i got to try this salmon. <laughs> it sounds so good. Okay, so you know what? Speaking of salmon, and this is real quick because I know, I know I take up too much time. Hey, there's a thing I'm looking into doing. Yeah, there's yeah. Orga- there's, there's organic salmon that's being farmed raised in B.C., okay? And it's really special. Ooh. And I'm, and and there's also this, this, speaking of, there's this also in in Norway, they're doing organic steelhead farm raise that's supposed to be like the Kobe beef. Now, I've used Aura King before, Mm -hmm. but, and I've, I've done this with Copper River even, but I want to try and make lots. Oh, organic stuff from BC. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give it a shot. See if I can start making locks in the deli. If you are looking for some authentic, traditional Hanukkah food, Dingfelder's is the place to go. You need to order ASAP because I mean, they will accommodate for sure. Um, or drop in, say hi, tell them that uh, we sent you from. Hear it. Don't ask me to talk. And, uh, you know, we're we're really excited to keep talking about holiday food. And for when in 2023, Dingfelder's opens to people being able to eat in the deli 
and create the community that I know that you're super excited to uh, create. Can I can I can I um, can I say one more thing, Stace? Yes. Okay. This Sunday, Schmilkes will be playing at Dink Elder's Delicatessen between 11:30 and 1:30. Oh, that's cool. So that's traditional. Spilkus is a klezmer band, right? Yes. Spilkus is a a klezmer band, and they're really phenomenal. Awesome. So if if you want to hear some really cool klezmer music, you can Google it. Um, Try and get down early. We open at 9, so, you know, once once we fill up, we're full. And then there's a line around the block of people coming in to order. So come on down. Come down and have some bagels, block, and listen to the band. Sounds like a great time and a perfect way to kick off Hanukkah. It really is. Looking forward to it. I love it. All right. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Uh, So if you want to know more. Ask me to talk. I, well, exactly. You heard it here where we talk. Uh, if you want to know more, go to dingfelders.com. And for all of your holiday catering or general catering, remember, you can go to nourishcatering.com. And, uh, hey, eat local. It's all about the meat. Oh, it's all about the meat. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Mads. Happy Take Hanukkah. care. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> he is probably What so... a mensch. <laughs> the mensch on the bench. Hey, I wonder. I like that. There's a product out there called Mench on the Bench, like Stoop on the uh, Snoop on the Stoop, Elf on the Shelf, and Elf on the Shelf. Yeah, okay. I really want Snoop on the Bench, and I want Stoop on the Stoop. I think that's kind of funny. All right. Well, you know what time it is. It's that time o'clock. It's (laughs) yes, time to find out what we're talking about next week. Uh oh. Secret talent. Secret. Do we have any that we haven't talked about or exposed on the on the show? Well, uh, and define talent. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure you have shared with me that you're part of a band or have been. That's true. Which means that you probably sing and or play instruments. Remember the guitar that you got? Right. But is that a secret? Well, people haven't heard it. Well, that's true. So... Uh, okay. <laughs> Maybe I could bring in a recording or something. Sure. And, you know, I'll write some beat poetry or something, which is okay. my, I'll share my haikus. Ma- so I'll, I'll, I'll pull out some of my uh, outdated impressions, maybe. Perfect. I love it. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, everybody. Hey, Have a great week. Also, hey, I want folks to call in and talk about their secret talents. Yeah. Um, share with us your secret talent or text us with your secret talent, 475-999-BRAN. That's 475-999-BRAN. And we'd love to hear from you about your secret talents. And if you can share some example in a voicemail, if you do impressions or tell jokes, boy, that would be fun to share. We would love it. Oh, my gosh. Please, please, please. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks for listening. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.